Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is At Home Connecticut, hosted by Joey Burgoyne, highlighting events and happenings that are taking place in your home. Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080. Good morning and welcome to another episode of At Home in Connecticut. I'm your host, Joey Burgoyne. And usually we focus on things here on At Home in Connecticut, things to do around the state with your family and things to keep everyone distracted. But if your mental health is not where it should be, you can't have fun doing things at home in Connecticut. So joining me this morning is Chris Marino. He's a licensed professional counselor, 10 plus years experience providing behavioral health and treatment to children and their families, which is key, I'm thinking. And he's with the Community mental health affiliates, the clinical director, and outpatient behavioral health for them. So, Chris, thank you for joining me this morning. How are you doing during this pandemic? Yeah, I think I'm doing as best as all of us can be doing, trying to take care of myself the best way I can. And uh, really happy to be on the show this morning. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, we can have some good conversation about how we can have some fun while still taking care of ourselves this summer. And that's the thing. I mean, we all we'll, we'll roll the dial back a little bit to, let's say, last March. You know, we all kind of had, OK, this is going to be a little bit of inconvenience, but we're going to figure it out. I don't think anyone really thought we'd be into it a year and a half plus later. You know, going into that last year, people had to make some tough decisions. And it's just the long haul of it all, I think, is playing such a devastating part of mental health for families, children, just trying to figure out. We've been doing this a year and a half, and it still seems like every day we're providing new struggles and challenges for us. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing. I mean, uh, dial back to, to March, and you, you think about what we expected. It, it turned into something we didn't. You mm-hmm. know, we, we had to start caring for ourselves and caring for others in ways we never imagined. And this was true for everyone. This was true for parents having to become teachers. This was true to teachers having to become experts and whizzes with technology. Uh, therapists and doctors doing the same. I mean, it really took an entire community to respond and adapt to, to continue to take care of one another. Uh, you know, and absolutely continued challenges throughout the pandemic as we all continue to adjust and try to find ways to bounce back. And, um, you know, I, I, I think we have to look for some sort of, you know, through, a, through a strength-based approach is what we like to say, right, in therapy, is we try to look at silver linings here. What, what can we see that will inspire us and, and continue to give us hope. And uh, a, a lot of those things that I saw is just communities coming together. Mm. I mean, parents stepping up, being teachers, managing jobs, t- taking care of, of their parents and their kids, again, in ways they never thought they would have to. 
um, you know, teachers getting incredibly creative with how they connected with kids online and, and you know, through different projects and activities. Uh, and, and same thing with, with therapists doing telehealth for the first time. Um, that type of community resiliency is exactly what's going to get us through this. And I think it's what has gotten us through this uh, with, with so much optimism still going into the summer. I think a lot of families are feeling eager and excited to get out there and, and try to feel like 2019. Yeah, and that's one of the things I've said pretty much on every show for the past year and a half. I guess you can say one of the silver linings in my mind is people have found ways to be creative and do things that they never thought possible inside of them. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we've we've learned a lot about ourselves through this pandemic, uh, you know, myself included and, um, you know, our family members. We've uh, we One of the things that we've noticed is that uh, we – we hear a lot of the stress and anxiety of having to care for, for one another, whether that's physical, you know, health. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of fear of, uh, of COVID, but also those with pre-existing health conditions. We saw people go through extraordinary, you know, uh, efforts to, to stay healthy and stay safe. Mm. Uh, and, and for parents, um, that was taking care of, of their kids and, and taking care of their parents. And so they, they had to go to, to new levels of, of efforts to, to do this. And um, there's two terms that I use to explain the, the feelings we get when we care for others and we do it successfully, and, and that's called compassion satisfaction. You know, when we care for others and we see the impact it has, we actually feel good. Uh, and actually, caring for others can release some really powerful hormones in our bodies, like oxytocin, which can fight stress. And so for some of us, we've actually learned some new caregiving abilities. We've learned that we can care for others and we can support our families and our loved ones, and that was a really good feeling. Uh, and I think that built some sort of resiliency and hope for a lot of people. But over time, the prolonged effect of caring for others can really play a toll on us as well. And, and that term is compassion fatigue. Uh, and, and that affects us over time. And that's really when it's really important for us to take a look at what are we doing to care for ourselves so that I can continue to care for those I love. Uh, and and um, there's a lot of different ways that we can do that, especially with the state starting to reopen the weather getting better, I really am encouraging people to try to remember what felt good for them back in 2019 and try to bring those things back as safely as possible. I, I think one of the things that we have to recognize is that, especially this is especially true for teenagers, is that the things that made up their identity, how they related to others, how they felt about themselves, all the things that really gave them a sense of accomplishment and predictability, those things were taken from them. Mm. These are things like connecting with their friends, extracurricular activities and sports, um, all of those things that gave them independence and freedom and opportunities to kind of learn more about themselves and learn more about their world. Those things were put on pause. And when they were suddenly taken away from them, they had to try to find new ways to feel good about themselves. And that was really difficult. So for about a year, you know, in, in change here, we've, we've been dealing with a lot of unpredictability, a lot of uncertainty. Um, and so what I encourage families to do is, you know, try not to reinvent summer for our kids. We don't need to reinvent it. We might have to get a little creative here or there, but we don't need to necessarily overcompensate. You know, kids need to feel like they can predict what is happening in their lives. They need a sense of safety that way, right? And we've had nothing but unpredictability over the past year and a half, and especially for kids with school. I mean, first they were in school, and then a case came, they had to quarantine or go remote. And there's a lot of back and forth in their lives. You know, I encourage families to think, what did they enjoy back in 2019? And I know for some of us, it's actually hard for us to even imagine or remember what life was like before 2020, but it did exist. 
you know, try to bring back as much as you know or as much as you can that your family already knows, like any type of traditions, routines, anything that is familiar that will be helpful to increase predictability and decrease the anxiety children may be experiencing. It kind of sends that message that we're all in this together. We've all had this crazy year, but there's still things that we do as a family that hasn't changed. Mm. And we're going to do those things and we're going to feel good about it just like we did before. It might look a little different, but we can still do them. Uh, there's still def definitely other creative alternatives that families can come up with. And I think you still kind of continue to send that message that this summer might look a little different, but uh, we're going we're gonna to make the best of it as a family. I think one thing as a parent you could do is kind of let your guard down a little bit. You know, we're always with, you know, like I said, teenagers is a big one. They've been uncomfortable for year plus. Let them decide what you want to do. If it's something you're not exactly comfortable with, show them it's okay to be uncomfortable. Do something out of your comfort zone. Showing them that you're in this with them and we're all uncomfortable, but we're going to make it through it together. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, this is the moment where you can encourage playfulness, you know, model it for them, show them it's okay to enjoy themselves and be happy and try new things. You know, we really want to see parents and kids make every effort to stay connected, create memorable moments, take pictures. You know, summer is always the best opportunity to do that with your kids, you know, and for adolescents too, like you said, you want to give them some sort of choice because they've had so many choices ripped from them. You really want to give kids opportunities to feel successful, feel connected, and feel accomplished. So giving them options, and then also having those open conversations. Parents may be holding a lot of anxiety and concerns about their kids going back out and doing things, especially in group settings. When we think about camps. If you remember back, you know, last summer with camps, a lot of camps gave, you know, gave it a shot to reopen with protocols, and then they were shut down. We've come a long way since then. So if you are sending your kids to a camp um, or doing any outdoor outings, you know, do a little bit of research ahead of time to try to ease your worries. Are there social distance requirements, um, you know, mask mandates? Uh, you know, um, those are the things that parents can, can look at to try to reassure themselves before going to a camp or an outdoor setting. You know, so, so those are things that I would recommend. But then parents having those open conversations with their kids. Let them know that you understand their experience, that they're eager to get out there and see their friends again and enjoy themselves. We want to see parents model what it's like to be open and communicate some of their concerns and anxieties because then your children will do that in return. You know, it's, it's a part of co-regulating with your kids. The word thrown around, we're in unprecedented times. What has, you know, what we thought in the past for something like this and what's the reality? Has there been studies or now that we've been in this a little bit, has it changed the way some mental health has been looked at a little bit? Well, I, you know, we haven't really seen long-term effects of COVID on both physical and mental health. I mean, we're going to see research on this stuff being done over the next decade, as you can imagine. Mm. You know, but some of the research already that's come out has, has shown the immediate impact it's had on, on parent and child mental health. You know, and one of the things that I think we're paying attention to is how much the community can respond to uh, promote social-emotional learning and competencies in our kids. You've seen a lot of schools and after-school programs collaborate with mental health providers, such as CMHA, to instill programs or training efforts and even um, curriculum uh, that, um, that we hope that can prepare kids and give them the skills and tools to be able to bounce back when adverse experiences happen in their lives. Not to say that we uh, are expecting bad things to happen, but we're prepared when they do. And we can always strengthen those social emotional competencies for kids. 
Yeah. So again, joining me this morning, Chris Marino. He's the clinical director of outpatient behavioral health for community mental health affiliates. And one thing I want to go back on, we, you were talking about a little bit, compassion fatigue. You know, we're all mm-hmm. we're all stretching ourselves thin. I, I've said it since last March, this whole pandemic was the death of the nine to five day job. You know, more people are working from home. Everyone's hours are just thrown about. So caring for yourself has been a challenge inside of this challenge. And what do you got any tips for me? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, absolutely. You know, the one thing that I'm encouraging people to do is if you're going to do anything for self-care, first step is do it with meaning and purpose, right? What, what does going to the gym mean for you? What purpose does that play for you? And try not to quantify it. You know, when we start to quantify our self-care, we put this expectation that we have to perform or do the same every time. You know, that's a problem with some of these like Fitbits and Apple Watches. They kind of give you like that heart rate or how many steps you've taken. Look, that's awesome if you're trying to live a healthier life. And I encourage those devices to do that. But when we set a goal and we quantify it by a certain amount and we count that as our self-care activity, we actually put a lot of pressure on ourselves. The last thing we want to do right now in response to this pandemic and trying to take care of ourselves is add any unnecessary pressure. We want people to enjoy their self-care, right? And so these are things that you can do on your commute home, right? Is put down the work phone, turn on your favorite radio station, don't answer your phone for the 10, 15, 20 minute commute you have, and really appreciate those moments that you have that are predictable, that are safe, and they're yours, right? They're yours and you have control over that. We don't have a lot of control over things in our life right now. So really cherish those moments. Um, and again, don't try to reinvent the wheel here for yourself. You know what works for you. Stick to that. You might have to make a couple adjustments if there's, you know, uh, you know, protocols for COVID you have to consider. But for the most part, people are sticking to what they know. We, we don't need to reinvent anything or overcompensate our, for ourselves. So again, Chris, thank you for joining me. Chris Marino, the Clinical Director of Outpatient Behavioral Health for Community Mental Health Affiliates. We've been talking about family health, helping with your children. If you're a teacher out there, there's always something. You know, parents and teachers have had this weird role reversal this year. I've been... I don't want to say honored, but in the same room as my kids doing some of their homeschooling and their teachers are also trying to homeschool their kids. We're all in this together. We're going to make it through this. Chris, if there's one last grain that you want people to leave with this morning, what would that be? Oh, man. I mean, what <laughs> you haven't said already, um, you know, I, I definitely want to echo that. You know, we all are in this together and, um, you know, we listen to one another. Kindness goes a long way. You know, parents listen to your kids, kids listen to your parents. We're speaking a lot through our, our, our actions, um, not just our words. You know, we're, we're spending a lot of time with one another and we're learning a lot about one another. Um, you know, and as we go into this summer, just, uh, you know, listen to one another, try to spend as much time as you can being, being playful, staying connected and, and take advantage of those memorable moments that, that we have. Well, appreciate it, Chris, this morning for talking with us. Hopefully we get some families out there having fun. And hey, if you're a parent, you can be a little childish. That's okay. Absolutely. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Well, you have a great day because remember, great things happen at home in Connecticut. You've been listening to At Home in Connecticut, a public service project produced by WTIC News Talk 1080.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 